Acknowledging the inner life. A place to begin. Written by Corey Basil. There are vast areas of life for which we are taught nothing. Today, I'll focus on one of them, as it would take writing a series of connected books to embrace them all together. My writings here at Lightship are meant to be small, profound morsels to digest until the next one arrives. Awareness is something I was not aware of. I've always had an inner spiritual life, perhaps because of the bubble I was raised in, but I didn't know that I needed to cultivate things beyond the spiritual, and that is something that stifled my overall growth for quite some time. Growth starts with awareness. It's foundational. All work on the inner self must begin with it. I thought it would be best to lay out my perception of awareness here at the beginning of Lightship, as I will write about it often. The desire to deliberately strive to become a better person is not something that is included with the instruction manual when we are born into this world. We must first climb through decades of trying on different costumes stitched together by who we think we want to be and how we want to act. These things are often chosen based on what we are influenced by, for better or worse, culture, religion, parents, and friends. Unfortunately, society screams from every advert to every ego, get yours, and for most, getting yours is at the cost of other people. Somehow that is justified, rationalized. The opposite of what should drive the world does drive the world. Being a person of good character should elevate you, but it so often appears that good people are trampled every day because they won't compromise. The older I get, the more I see that turmoil and violence fill the inner life of a majority of people. It's no wonder the outer world looks the way it does. These constructs, or costumes, of who people think they need to be are tearing apart humanity. There comes a point in life when we must realize that we are living our lives according to a wardrobe full of costumes. Costumes worn to fit in, to please others, to get the job, to land the relationship we think we want, or to find happiness. But costumes constrict us. They never fit well. We feel funny wearing them and they force us to live by standards someone else has set. The only way to take off the costumes and free ourselves is by living with awareness. Quite often when sharing with those who ask me how I approach the wilds of life, I begin by explaining my practice of awareness from a simple Buddhist perspective. When I say the word Buddhist, I'm often met with a smug-like smile. As unfortunate as this is, I get it. A long time ago, I was taught to hold a similar mindset. When I was a slow-budding middle school kid, emphasis on slow, at a small K-12 establishment, there was a high schooler named Charles. I looked up to Charles because he could draw, and I thought he was pretty hip. One particular day, it was spread around the lunch tables that Charles was now a Buddhist. I was very curious, mostly because the brain training at the time was that anything other than what we were taught as onward Christian soldiers was evil. 
So naturally, my little mind thought, wow, how is he able to believe in something else? Followed by my basic training, oh no, is Charles going to hell? Charles graduated, I became a freshman, and by some miraculous intervention, all four foot nothing of me made the football team. The jersey Charles wore was handed down to me. Charles was well over six feet tall, and the trend of the time was to cut your jersey just below the number so it showed off your midriff. When I wore his cut-off jersey, it went below my waist belt, and then some. Thankfully, I've grown since then, in both stature and mindset. And perhaps he left some Buddhism in that jersey, because it has become a part of my toolbox as I walk through life. If one has chosen to sew a religion or the religion of no religion proudly upon the shoulder of their costume, all other schools of thought are shrugged off. A lot of people don't realize that Buddhism is a philosophy, not a religion although it has been adopted by many as the latter. Now that we have that settled, follow along as I give you a philosophical perspective to begin your journey into awareness. At some point, you may have heard mention of the third eye. Don't roll your two eyes as I talk to you about your third. I like to keep this very simple. I don't think there is a need to get mystical or inhale shrooms to experience elevated consciousness. The third eye is best described as a bird's eye view of ourselves. This bird's eye view is awareness. Awareness, as I see it, is awakening to perceive a view that shows us we are not our body and we are not our mind. Just this thought alone can be earth shattering to some. As we move beyond allowing our bodies and minds to define us, we eventually discover our true being. I'm not saying that before awareness we were not good people, or that we didn't try to treat others with respect, live a good life, etc. But what I am saying is that when we are not living with awareness, we are self-involved in a messy and unhealthy way. Life without awareness is like looking for a blue shirt in a dark closet. We grab a thought and run with it as if it's a truth that our life depends upon. Then, we are flabbergasted when it turns out the color of the shirt was yellow all along. Within this analogy, awareness is the light switch to the closet. Flip it on, and see the shirts for the color and shape that they are, and act accordingly, or not at all. Awareness is watching what you are doing without reacting. It's not judging what you are doing. It's simply watching. That's it. By doing this, you will begin to see that there is something else within you that is neither the actor or the speaker. And this something else is the beginning of finding inner peace.